0: Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It's 11 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get into our show and introduce our guests, just want to let everybody know that the rand to the shekel is not five rand seventy to the shekel. It's five rand point zero seven. Oh, it's just over five rand to the shekel. So for those of you who have fallen off your chair, please get back on. It's not that bad. It's, this is where it's been for the last while and hovers between here in four rand to the to the rand shekel, goes up and down, but it's uh hadn't slid too close to six rand, so uh, just to correct that. But this is the beginning of the year. Everybody's going back to school. Everybody's going back to university, and things have changed fundamentally. The days where you went to CNA or to PNA and got all your stationery and all your textbook, and in my days when your textbooks were actually delivered to the school, those days have come and gone. Today, it's all about buying the textbooks and um, using the one from the years before. But the biggest single challenge that parents have at both high school and tertiary level is technology, is buying the computers, getting the right computer, getting something that works, getting at something that can be lugged around. And I'm really, really chuffed to see that there's someone who's has come up with a solution for all the parents who've really, really been battling for all these years as to how to buy good quality, affordable technology for your kids. David Hirsch, CEO of Tech Market, welcome to HiFam.
1: Thanks very much for having me, Abby. Great to be pleasure.
0: here. Pleasure. I- I'm I've been going through your website, I've been looking at stuff. This is absolutely ingenious. Because really what you've done is you've taken the need for people to have technology. The mystery as to what technology to buy. And you've also basically said that we don't need cutting edge stuff all the time that's going to be redundant in two or three years time. And let us help you to do it. Tell us about tech market, how you came about it, how you started it and where you are today.
1: Thank you. Uh, firstly, I'm, I'm also glad the shekels not 570. My, uh, <laughs> my eldest daughter made Aliyah. my second one's about to go on a gap year. <laughs> in two weeks and I haven't bought a Forex yet, so that's good news. Yes, I think you what what you um, didn't mention in your comment is that there's an added uh, um, incentive of trade-ins, so we, we trade-in as well. So just to give you a better background, I spent the bulk of my career at Incredible Connection. I was a director there. Um I helped get it um, off the ground before in the early days when it was still Software Connection. But when I was at Incredible Connection, I had this Idea to try and do something with the demo stock and the customer returns, and to set something up in the the back of the store to try and cater for um, people that don't necessarily have the the financial means or that don't need to buy a new laptop. And I never got round to doing that. So um, you know, years passed, and uh, about two two years ago, two and a half years ago, I had a guys to. Leave the business I was involved in and get involved in this tech market business. And basically to answer your question, what it's all about is, um, we, we have an online site and a store in Rosebank. And the whole principle is to offer, um pre-owned tech to the consumer. Now, and, and to try and demystify and to try and bring credibility to this category. Because it's a, you know, firstly it can be very complex. And secondly, uh, you know, you could end up paying the same price for a pre-owned device as for a new one. So in a nutshell, we offer pre-owned laptops, cell phones, tablets, graded, different grades. So if you're looking for an A+, we have that. If you're a mechanic and you want a laptop in your workshop just to do your invoicing, that's a C-grade. So we offer all these devices and we have a trade-in We've built a trading calculator. So if you've got old kids sitting at home, two old cell phones, a laptop and an iPad, you think that they're not worth something, you can bring it into us. We've built a calculator, we will give you value for those devices. We will then repurpose those devices to give it to to sell it to somebody else, you know, that doesn't have um potentially the the need to get a top of the range laptop and then with that value that we've given you, you can upgrade to something better. So that's, that's a summary of what we do.
0: Okay. So you come out of the, uh, uh, obviously the large corporate and you've come out into, into doing this, but in order to start the business, you needed to have some trading stock. Where did that come from? How did you, where did you get your initial stock from?
1: That's a very good question. Um, so, a line to, to answering, giving give me a Jewish answer, it's not a straight one. Um, you know, part of our business is about credibility. So, we don't want to dabble in selling stolen goods, and there's a lot out there. Uh, you know, the consumer needs to know that they bought something from credible sources. So, we we have multiple sources of where we get our stock. A lot of it comes from the suppliers, um, the big the big distributors who I have great relationships with from the old days. Um, and they get customer returns through their customers. Um, so we buy a large portion of that. Um, and then we've got one or two other suppliers that would serve, let's call them service providers. Um, for example, we deal with an internet service provider when their kit is old, we, we take it off their hands. And then we, we trade in in our store. We've got a strict um, trading process in the store. So basically we, um, we buy from the public where we're venting it and we buy from, um, big distributors and organizations. So we've dealt with a, um, with a bank uh, we, that we deal with every now and then. We buy their equipment. So it's, it's a bit of a mix.
0: David, I mean, the one thing that pops up um, and really sort of tickles my fancy is that clearly you get young students coming into your store who are really, you know, on the bottom end of these, of the economic scale. And um, uh-huh. where buying a computer is a big outlay, they really need quality, they need something they can look at. Um, you know, I know personally of a university professor who for many, many years took a loaf of bread worth of sandwiches to, to university every single day. The students who just couldn't afford food and these are second and third year students. How do how do you help those students to come in and, and look at you in the face and say, David, I need a laptop for engineering. and you know, how do I get started?
1: It's a good question. Um and it's a difficult one, difficult one to give you a precise answer. Um, I can tell you that we price our um our devices exceptionally um low. So you could anyone could shop around if you look at what we are selling products for um, I mentioned earlier we built a calculator so we try and not try we endeavour to price everything as low as possible but obviously to afford a, a bit of a margin um, and uh, yeah we try and help the consumer through the, the price
0: Fantastic, David Hirsch let's take a quick break and run to the shops and we'll be back with you in a moment <laughs> This is RV on Business. David, coming back to you, um, and we are just talking before about the whole new way that, that, that things work, where students need laptops all the time, and everybody's coming in. But what you need also is technicians. You need people to run and work this. You've obviously got a, a pedigree in the industry, but how, how have you found the right staff?
1: Um again, a good question. Um we we actually pride ourselves in um, the technicians that we have working for us. So we have uh we have two technicians in our store and we have um two technicians in our warehouse. And um as you rightly say, being in the industry, uh you know you you get an affinity for what to look for in a technician. We also have a, a very strict recruitment process. So we don't just uh Take somebody that says they're a technician. They need to pass a test, a written test, um, and a verbal test. And uh, when they pass that, then obviously they need to be able to have the personality to engage with customers. Um, Once you get that recipe right, you you should have a a a good technician working. Um,
0: David, obviously you hit a nerve there because some SMSs have come in all about stolen property. And people say, the one guy says, "Yeah, Jeremy says, I've heard horror stories of people buying secondhand laptop and then opening up and finding it was theirs from two years ago that was stolen. Uh, uh-huh. I think you've all heard those urban legends, and I think there's some truth to it. But I think you've answered that because you deal a lot with corporates. They're almost like in the car industry, you're buying fleets, and then you refurbishing and selling on. Correct. Okay. The next thing that uh, that people really want to want to know is that if they've got a laptop that they want to have refurbished, are you the right people to come to?
1: Absolutely. So um, you know, part of our, our value proposition one one half is credibility, and the other one is giving old fashioned service. I mentioned earlier that I I started uh, at Software Connection, Brimpton, in some wait, uh, nineteen ninety one. And uh, that my, my two bosses at the time taught us about old-fashioned service and not overselling something to a customer. So we absolutely don't believe in if you come in for a laptop just to sell you a laptop. You know, if you put in a an SSD drive in a three-, four-year-old laptop, it's going to be perfect. If you put in a bit more RAM, again, you, you might not need to buy something. You might, for a fraction of the price, be able to Upgrade your device. So we pride ourselves on our tech desk in the store and um, it's not all about just making a sale of a laptop. If we can get you to spend less money and get the desired result, win-win.
0: Fantastic. Somebody's just mentioned here, anonymous, they're you know, looking at your website. Please explain the difference between A plus
1: B and right. A. Okay. Um, So we actually have five different grades. Uh, I'll run through them very quickly. It goes from new, so we do sell some new laptops. The next one is an A+, which looks brand new. It's typically, as I mentioned, we might have bought it from a distributor. customer might have opened the box and said, I don't want it. So that's an A+. It's, It's pristine. The next grade is an A. It looks great. It might have a barely visible scratch Um, that's unnoticeable. Then we have a B, grade B, which has got a couple of scratches, and a grade C could have a dent um, or or quite a few scratches. Those are just cosmetic um, blemishes. We do a full um, audit on the machine itself, so it doesn't matter what's inside it. Um, And on our website, whoever the anonymous um, um, person is, we now have, about two weeks ago, we've uploaded images of every grade. So you can go onto our site and you can click on our A grade and we've got examples of what an A grade looks like with little red circles like identifying where the blemishes are.
0: Another question that just come in, um, almost laughable. Someone says, in my garage, I've got 13 old white monitors with the massive backs and I've got those towers I think fifteen of them collecting dust, do you want them, or should I dump them?
1: well i wouldn't we don't want them, but the, um, the listener mustn't dump them, so they could bring them to the shop and we will dispose of them responsibly, so we don't want them to end up in a dump. We'll rather make sure that they get recycled properly. but no, we, we obviously the the next person that's using the machine must be able to do a bit more than play solitaire so. Uh, <laughs>
0: Um, just something you mentioned now about responsible disposal. What does that really mean? Why is it so important to do that?
1: Well, there's a lot of, um, if you look at the components of a PC, there's lots of um, toxic, uh, um, what would I, material built into those uh, the components. So if you can just imagine, if you block it off at uh, at London Road, uh, you know, in, in a landfill, it's going to end up being processed together with who knows what else, could be melted down and, and um, set off toxic emissions. So um, that's really what I mean is that there are better ways to to um, dispose of these devices. And actually, the the people that do recycle them, they are able to extract um, some some economic value out of these components.
0: Great. Um, another question just come in Um, I live in the rural areas I definitely have looked at the website and would like to purchase one or two items, how would the delivery work to Cummins Crawl in the northern province?
1: Okay, Great question again, so we um, have partnered with a a major courier company, we deliver all over the country Um, we promise three to five business days but I would say uh, 95% of our deliveries exceed that. As you know, it's much better than that. So we deliver all over the country. To, we've done many, many deliveries to rural areas. Um, as long as the, the consumer puts the details in and and often when they capture their address and often they ask us to call them and we put an extra note in. Um, you know, in some of these rural areas, it's not just a case of 39 Smith Street. It could be like two houses, from the left of the shopping center, for example. So we it's important to capture everything accurately.
0: Fantastic. Just something that I'm interested in, why Rosebank? Why did you open your store there?
1: Uh, we opened in Rosebank because we, I guess, to put it in a nutshell, we got a good offer from the landlord. It was kind of straight after COVID. There were lots of vacancies. Um, it's within driving distance from where we live. And um we decided, you know, we're in this for the long run. We don't want to go and open a big store in the city and um, you know, God forbid mess something up and then you've messed up your, your whole brand. So we've decided to take this, you know, baby steps and um Rosebank Malls actually turned out very nice folks.
0: Fantastic. Then I'm, I'm just, I'm just going through your website myself, looking at it here. Do you think in the future you'll be adding on any other products besides the normal laptops and smartphones and tablets?
1: Absolutely. So um, there are a lot of aligned categories. Um, I don't want to get into too much detail, but, um, you know, for example, just one could be Playstations and Xboxes. And so we absolutely have plans to add more categories on. As I've mentioned earlier, we built this calculator. We've got the engine it's just a case of bolting on um other tech products.
0: Finance, is that available at all through your website?
1: It's available, but not directly through us. So we're not finance experts. We do have MobiCred, and we have Payflex, um, which has actually gained a lot of traction. Right. Um, we're not a finance house. We, we want to focus on selling products.
0: So you, you're you not a Geenan Richards or a Morkels or a Joshua no. You, you're you branching out into the financial world. Um, yeah. Just advice to young people starting out. I mean, you really told us 1991 you started off, which was then just a fledgling industry, just starting. Even an email address was a anomaly in those days. Um, you know, if you had it, somebody, didn't exist. It.
1: Sorry, we just had fax machines. That's there me. you go, yeah. and uh, and it was on fax
0: paper, not on normal paper. So if the the fax machine and the sun in the afternoon came past, you had big blotches on your faxes uh, Uh, as as they came through. Um, Your advice to young people, and especially with the unemployment rate in South Africa, we've got guys who maybe bought computers from you, finished their degrees, can't get jobs, no matter color, creed, religion, gender, there's just no work out there. What's your advice for them?
1: Sure. Um, that's a tough one. I think um firstly to to get an education okay whatever that is it doesn't need to be a formal degree let's just take technicians for example you don't need to get a degree to be a technician so so that would be my first suggestions to try and make improve your um, educational ability better than the guy next to you secondly um you know I think everyone has a network everybody right? it uh, might be an informal network but to network and Get your get your CV out there. Um, thirdly, to persevere. I, I would say, yeah, those those would be that would be what comes to mind.
0: Fantastic. Just as I thought, I was running out of things to ask you because there were no more questions. they flooding in now. Rebecca wants to know. I was given a laptop for my son starting university this year. It is a very old model. Is it worthwhile bringing it in to look if it can be upgraded? Or should I just look at buying a new one?
1: So my advice to Rebecca would be firstly, we'd love to see you in our store. Okay. It's always better to engage um, one-on-one personally, but you can either send us an email to info at techmarket.co.za. We are exceptionally responsive to the emails. Um, you can just type your question in there or you can fill out an online um, trade-in form. And in the form, you'll tell us what you've got. Um, if you don't know, you can do the email or you, you'll tell, we'll help you tell us what the machine is. Typically, if the machine is seven years or or younger, it's got value.
0: Wow. So it's definitely worth doing it. I also just want to mention that for those who are looking for the website, TechMarket is spelled T-E-C-H-M-A-R-K-I-T. M-A-R-K-I-T. So tech market. Please go along to the website and have a look. Somebody else, I suppose, is asking a question in the third person, which is something I think maybe more than one person would like to know. They have a laptop. They're not sure of the origins. They need to get it upgraded, but they always scared to bring it in somewhere because they actually don't know where it comes from. Can they come into your store?
1: Yeah. You know, just it's a very very good question. When we started the business, I contacted um, all the major insurance companies to find out if they have a database of serial numbers of stolen laptops. So when I say all, I'd say at least at least four big insurance companies. Okay. And strangely enough, not one of them has a database of stolen laptops. I mean, we know with a cell phone that exists. And so we were looking to build that into our calculator. So unfortunately, it's uh, I'm going to say it's basically impossible to ascertain if a laptop is stolen. I mentioned that we, if you bring a laptop into us, we, we take your fingerprint, it goes through the, to the Department of Internal Affairs, we confirm it is you, we do some checks. But if, if a person brought us a laptop, um, if they scared that we're gonna say this thing's stolen, I mean honestly we wouldn't know if it's stolen and um yeah, I mean if if, if they brought the laptop in and then you said you abikaya and it said it's Farnes Fanikak on the laptop, we we'd probably ask a question. But um it it's basically impossible to tell, unfortunately.
0: Fantastic. Um somebody else wants to know, I've got an Apple phone, do you sell Apple iPads or Apple computers because I want to keep the same technology?
1: We do sell um, iPads, but not a lot of them. We focus on Windows and Android. Um, Next to us in the mall is an iStore pre-owned store and they focus on pre-owned Apples and iPads. We do have um, quite a large range of iPhones but on the iPads, it's
0: not that big for us. Fantastic. David, uh, It's it's been absolutely fascinating. I've really, really enjoyed chatting to you. I just feel that there's somebody who's moved from corporate into private. And not only that, but now you've got four people that have got meaningful jobs. You've got people that are able to come in and buy tech. And most, most importantly, you've got somebody who can walk in and look you in the face and say, I know nothing. Don't sell me sangra. This is what I need. I'm a, I'm an engineering student or I'm going to do a course on cooking. Um, I need something to be able to, to, to sort me out. Um, last question, just sneaking. Do you sell accessories like bags and cables?
1: Absolutely. If I don't know how much time we've got left. Nine um, minutes and 16 okay. seconds. Okay. So before I do the accessories thing, I just want to add, um, yeah. if I may, uh, because we've tried, we deal in, it's almost like I've got three analogies for our business. One is the tow truck industry. That's the bad one where, you know, when there's an accident, all these guys are there. Um, and that's what we try and avoid. We try and keep it untow truck friendly. It's a credibility. Um, the second one is the medical industry because we always didn't work on these laptops. So I always say we're not, we're not surgeons. We like GPs and nurses. Um, uh, we can't like fix motherboards. So in terms of um, the uh, – I'm sorry, the, the third analogy is the used car industry. So if you think we're selling laptops like up to seven years old, how does a consumer come into a shop and on the left-hand side there's a laptop that's six years old for five grand and three laptops down is a, a one-year-old laptop for five grand? Uh, which one must they get? So we have um, – categorized all the laptops into um, entry level everyday performance high performance and gaming so when we buy these laptops we put them into its home you know a, a, a five year old BMW 5 series can still uh, you can still get a speeding fine. Um, they still powerful so but it's five years old um, so we put everything into categories to try and demystify. The, the usage model for the consumer. Um now I've forgotten your question that you asked. Can you remember it?
0: I actually can't remember yeah. it because we were running out of time and I had to get yeah. like no. Sorry. <laughs> actually. I'm,
1: yeah, yeah, I apologize.
0: <laughs> no, no, no problem. Okay, so maybe just one more, one more thing. Um, people want to know if you're looking for technicians.
1: We, We're not looking for technicians, but technicians are, um, it's a kind of a fickle category of staff member. Um, so we, we, we're always looking to have a little database of people we can call on. So we will take any CVs. It doesn't mean we don't have vacancies right now, but we'll, we'll take any CVs and keep them in our database and we won't throw them away.
0: Fantastic. Anyway, David, we both had a, a moment there where we, yeah. I was, I was, I was intrigued by the, the tow truck. I just imagined all these laptops coming towards yeah. a, a crash site, but, uh, thank you very much. And thank you again for, for starting this business because I think it's, it will add a lot of value. Um, you know, again, we, we've got a, a huge disparity in our country where we've got a lot of people, a lot of youngsters who want to go to varsity. The, the varsity fees are one thing but it's the transport, it's the, it's the food, it's the res, and then it's the technology to stay there that is really, really prohibiting. So thank you so much for that and everything of the best.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me and thanks for all the questions that came in.
0: Fantastic. Craig, thanks so much for pushing the buttons. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week.